Hello everyone and welcome back to the Find Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get closer to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. Welcome back to the show everyone. Today we're talking all about confidence, but not in the traditional way that you think. We're going to talk about redefining confidence and just to look at it like a whole new way, like after this episode, you're going to be boosted up with confidence in a way you've never imagined before. Having confidence in yourself is so important. It's essential for building your dream life and getting what you deserve and being in like healthy friendships, healthy relationships. Like everything comes down to that level of like confidence, self-love. So yeah, we're going to be teaching you how to build your confidence, things that might be knocking your confidence that you don't even realize going through body image as well, because that's such a big thing when it comes to confidence Mm. um, and redefining that. And yeah, so get ready for the end of this episode. You're going to be feeling confident as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so true. Like literally, if you do not back yourself, no one else will. So confidence is a main thing, especially for all our audience that are really out there trying to push and get what they want out of life. And when you're finding your feet in life, confidence is one of those things that you have to learn how to build. Mm. especially when you're like as a woman and you're growing up and in our society there's so much so much like subconscious messaging putting out to you that just just knocks confidence yeah so it's like takes a lot of strength to actually be like do you know what no I'm gonna build my own confidence Mm. but there's there's like it's like there's like set tools of how to do it Mm. and that's what we're gonna go through today yeah that's very true I feel like in this world a lot of things are taught to make us actually feel much smaller yeah and feel like we need more for consumption and everything like that so yeah actually learning to be confident from within is very important and I think we should just kick it off with this whole idea of redefining confidence because I for one when I was growing up used to think that confidence meant like the loudest person in the room Mm -hmm. the person that always has something to say the person that just always spoke out loud and because I was quite quiet growing up as well I used to always think well that means I'm not confident But when I read Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, which we've talked about on many episodes, it's an incredible book for building confidence. And I think especially for building confidence, being a woman, Mm. like there's so many amazing nuggets of wisdom. So if you haven't read that book, highly, highly recommend it. And there's a chapter within it where she's talking about redefining confidence with her daughter. And she's saying how, I can't remember the specifics of the actual chapter, but she was saying that her daughter wanted to do, no, didn't want to do something. And someone was pushing her to almost do it. And she was worried that she wouldn't come across as confident for not doing it. But Glennon like stepped back and said to her daughter, the actual most confident thing you can do is follow your own voice and your own truth. Like that is confidence. So you don't have to be like the loudest person in the room. You don't have to go and do things that everybody else is doing. Confidence is doing what you want to do and Mm -hmm. listening to your inner voice. And when I read that chapter, I thought, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like just because you're not the person that wants to jump around, you're not the person that wants to like maybe follow a certain career path, you want to do something else. Having the confidence to actually follow your inner voice and do that instead of following all the sheep of the world, that is confidence. Yeah, like not following your peers and doing what you, Mm. what is best for you and what's true to you. But it's so true, people always assume confidence is like means extroverted, super loud, or mm. like bubbly and if you're like that then you're confident but it's mm. not there's there's quiet confidence there's mm. confidence in just being assured of who you are and like being comfortable with who you are and like mm. being comfortable with the fact maybe you are an introvert and you're a bit quieter yeah like it's not about like there's not like there isn't like a one size fits all like box of confidence that if you fit in it then you are confident it's like you have to become something else to be confident it's Mm. not it's about getting really comfortable with you and 
who you are and what you want out of your life and and going after that following your truth that's what confidence is Mm. so it's like looks very confidence looks very 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 different on everyone but it's like an energy yeah confidence is an energy because you will go on to body image but you can even see like that like the, the typical like perfect body that we're always like plastered with mm. in the media especially like you consume so much of it when you're growing up I think when you get older you realize that's not right and then you start to filter your media and you have a choice about what you consume but when you're growing up like it's always that slim figure whatever like that perfect body image mm. and then when you see people come along like who like all this body positivity movement and you know people like Ashley Graham mm who's um a, like a curvy plus size model and she exudes so much confidence like it's an energy mm. so you, this is what i mean it doesn't mean you have to change yourself and fit into a box to to be yep you're confident now like oh you're mm. allowed to be confident now because you've mm. changed yourself you've done this that is not what confidence is it's about loving who you are now it's an energy you give off and then you're like wow that person's so confident and it's just that self-loving energy like cut that you're comfortable with yourself and it, it people it's like magnetic people mm. like can see it so clearly and like feed off it mm. when you're like that you let other people around you be like that you inspire people because yeah we've been like brought up in a society to think that we're only like allowed to feel confident or we're only deserving of it once we change and we fit and we do something else and we be a certain stereotype or certain kind of person or the good girl or whatever, you know? Mm. So um, that's why when you'll see people who are just like, you know, go against the societal norms, but you're like, wow, their energy is incredible. They're so confident. You're like, but they're not on anything like what society tells you you should be to be deserving of feeling confident Mm. and those are the people that are so refreshing but that's a choice that they've Mm. made to show up that way and we all have that choice every single day to start showing up that way yeah that's exactly what I was going to say like you can so easily fall into the illusion I think we all do because we're kind of taught that especially like growing up all the like magazine tabloids that we used to consume like I'm actually so glad that I feel like it's like starting to shift and in the future I really feel like it will like you can even see it with like so many new campaigns now like you see all the different body sizes which is so good but I think it's so easy to fall into that illusion but like you just said like you can completely choose the way that you show up and the thing about the energy is so true when someone is like beaming confidence like it literally doesn't matter what they look like. Like it's just completely an energy and that as well, like with body confidence, but also with stuff like job interviews and stuff like that. Like if you believe in yourself in every cell of your being and you walk into that room and you know, you do like you radiate that and they yeah. pick up on that. Yeah. And like, it's, it's not saying that if you don't believe in yourself, it's a bad thing, but it's just that you can build that and you can decide, especially with body image, like you can completely just set yourself free. Mm-hmm. But it's it's up to you whether you want to decide to like let go of that illusion because like you said we can be convinced that oh if I lose weight or if I get the surgery if I change this then all of a sudden I'm going to feel confidence but if you don't actually have confidence from within and working your self-love journey like you're always just going to want the next thing that road to perfection just never ever ends no yeah and that's like that's actually the opposite of confidence and self-love is thinking that you have to change yourself in order to Mm. be deserving of the feeling it's no it's about making a choice that you deserve that feeling now and you're worthy of that feeling now Mm. and uh spending time like to you know figure out what it is about you that you love that's great your 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 
uniqueness or your quirks, all these things about you that make up who you are and starting to view them in, in a positive light. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think body image, when it comes to confidence, like people, you always think like, like, cause we're going to talk about confidence as a whole thing today. Like it's not just about obviously body image, but this section we want to talk about body image because it is something that when you think confidence, you, you straight away kind of think about that. It's, mm. it's so confidence is associated a lot with how you look. Mm. and perceive how you look so um and and body image is something that i think every woman at some point struggles with Mm -hmm. every single woman because of what we grew we all grew up like taking in and consuming Mm. what was in the films what was in the shows what was in the magazines and then obviously now we're on social media um you can you can sit there and compare yourself to people who have these perfect bodies and all of that all day long like mm. so it's it's something that you have like we all struggle with like everyone can relate mm. and um like we've all been there in that like not not loving your body mm. but actually how to love your body is to completely flip the perspective of what you see your body as like what you see your body's purpose as being so mm. it goes from you view you typically when you grow up this is what you kind of raised to view your body's purpose as is that it's it's aesthetic it's how it looks how do your clothes look hanging off it mm. you know if you've got a nice tan how's your makeup mm-hmm. looking what's your hair looking like all those things and you know in a way that that's the fun part of it like being able to express your creativity and your style your personal sense of style by dressing your body in mm. an aesthetic yeah it's a fun thing but that's not the only thing that your body is for that's like actually one very small purpose of your body the actual real big purpose of your body is that you live in it Mm. and it's your home it's where you live your life from Mm. it's what holds your heart and your soul Mm. it's where you get to love your friends from Mm. it's the thing you get to hug your friends with it's what you get to show love to your partner with. <laughs> it's what you That's get to, you know, express love to your family with. It's what you get to sit there and have conversations with people with. Because mm. you're just like, you know, who you are is is your soul. You're like the little thing in your head. That's you. Mm. And this is just a vessel. It's just a vehicle for you to live your life through. And that's why when you view it like that as a home, you start to look at it with a different perspective you respect it more Mm. and you start to think no why would I punish this thing it's doing everything every day to serve me Mm. it's pumping blood around my body so that I can exist it's Mm. it's trying to keep me in perfect health every day so that I can live as long as possible like your body's never trying to make you ill or anything like it's always Mm. trying to fight infections keep you healthy so you have to when you when you think about in that way you really do drop that uh, just that mental torture of thinking that your just worth is based on how you look and that your body needs to, you know, change and all that stuff. And you start to appreciate it and mm. respect it. And you start to treat it differently. You start to work out because you want to, f- you want to make your body stronger, not because you want to make it smaller. You start to work out, you start to eat healthy because you want to nourish your body, not because you're trying to like shrink or whatever, or punish yourself or anything like that, restrict, because then you'll be able to be confident. No, when you start to shift that mindset, you actually work with your body, body and mind start to connect together. Mm. You stop being at war with yourself. Like, cause I actually think our bodies are like a separate thing to our minds. Because when I've started, when I've done this, my personal like confidence and self-love journey and shift in my body view to be this, it's like, 
you stop going from being at war with your body to being friends. Mm. It's like you're two different things. And when you start to respect it, it respects you back. Yeah. And you get more in tune with it and, and you just stop picking yourself apart in the mirror. Mm. And and being like looking at things on social media and comparing yourself and like mm. you know maybe editing your pictures and making yourself look smaller because you're not accepting of how you actually look or or thinking that a picture there even defines you and getting freaked out by a picture from a bad angle and you're like oh my god the you know, world mm. melts down like you stop all of that yeah no completely and like we said like you can literally put yourself in a little prison and it always makes me mm-hmm. sad when I think of like. I think especially, I don't know if this was like a certain era or something. I feel like there's a lot of women around this age, like now, I would say women like their 50s, 60s now, that kind of grew up in the, you know, like that like Weight Watchers era. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like this huge, huge disconnection. I feel like a lot of them wouldn't even, like if you said to them, your body is so much more than physical, like they probably wouldn't even understand what you mean. And it's not because they're dumb or anything. It's just that they've literally never, ever been exposed to that. And that's why it makes me so proud that this younger generation are, and they are starting mm. to appreciate their body for all that it is. And as well, it's not to say that like, you know, when we're saying you, like when you're always wanting to change your body, like it's not good for you, but it's not that you can't want to like change your body or change your appearance and stuff. It's just which place are you coming from? So like, yeah. say if you go to the gym, say if your goal is I feel unhealthy, I want to lose a little bit of weight. It doesn't matter that you want to lose weight. It matters at what point it's coming from. If it's coming from hatred, if it, you look in the mirror and think I'm not good enough because I have a few extra pounds, then that's coming from a place of hatred. It's not a good vibration and you're never going to actually feel confident. But if you go to the gym and think, I'm going to enjoy my workout. I want to feel good. I want the endorphins. If I do lose a bit of weight, that's fine. Then that's coming from a place of self-love. And like, that's a huge change that I had to make in my life. Like I used to always like go to the gym and it, like my aim was to always lose weight. So then if I didn't go, you know, if you like think, oh, I'm feeling lazy today, don't go. And then I would like beat myself up so much. Whereas now I never, ever do that. Like I go to the gym now to feel good, to raise endorphins. My body changes, it changes. And if I miss a day, that's because I'm listening to my body. I'm working in tune with my body. And everybody can do that no matter what your goal is, or no matter if you want like surgery or something. If you're coming from a place of self-love, like only you can determine that. But I think you have to dig really deep and maybe keep asking yourself like why, if you want to change something about yourself, keep asking why and get down to it. And if it is coming from fear, then you can change that, come from unconditional love and just know that you are actually perfect the way that you are. And it's just such a different vibration. Yeah, because it's not to say, oh, if you're trying to lose weight or anything like that, that then, oh, that's a bad thing and you're doing it because people make you think you need to be smaller. It's not because you might actually need to lose weight for your health and stuff like that. And that's coming from... Yeah, to protect your body. Yeah, yeah, that's coming from a place of love. So it's always about what what is the place you're coming from? Where's the intention behind what you're doing? Is that's going to make the massive difference on how you feel, how your mental health is, how Mm. your confidence is. And it's all about not benchmarking your confidence. The same way Mm. we always talk about don't benchmark your happiness. Mm. Your happiness is not coming when you get this X goal. The happiness is now and it's a choice. And it's a same with confidence don't benchmark it because you're never gonna get there you'll be the goalpost always moves especially when it comes to confidence and stuff like that if you say Mm. i'll be confident when i lose 10 pounds you might if you're if you're like whatever overweight or something you might actually feel a lot better in yourself Mm. and healthier and happier as a result of that but if you're just not necessarily on that journey of like actually needing to, you know, lose weight for your health or anything. You just like constantly, oh, when I get, when I dye my hair, I'll be confident. Or mm. if I, if I, um, if I get some filler or something, I'll be confident. And again, not to like demonize any of these things mm. because, you know, do whatever you want. Like mm. it's all just about the intention you're doing it, but it's about knowing that you are 
beautiful and worthy and enough as you are and anything else that you want to add on it's not going to make you more confident don't benchmark it don't wait Mm. to be confident there it's about being a choice and starting Mm. to nurture it now because it's a feeling yeah I think as well with that thing about losing weight as well if you come from it from a place of like I want to lose weight because I don't feel good enough I feel like what happens and I've definitely experienced this is like you'll lose a bit of weight and sit like you said there if you like put like a bench post on it it's a bench post yeah like a benchmark yeah if you put a benchmark on it and say oh I want to lose a stone and then you say I'm going to feel confident when that happens if you're coming from a place of hatred and not feeling good enough you get to that you get maybe say like the dopamine because you're always wanting the external validation so somebody else might say give you more respect or something because you've lost weight because that is kind of like how society is run nowadays and then you get that rush of dopamine and you think oh that made me feel good but because it's not from self-love and from within you think oh I need to lose a bit more maybe I'll just lose five more pounds then I'll feel better and you just keep going and going and going and that's how people get stuck like yo-yo dieting and stuff because it's coming from this place of hatred always wanting to lose more weight and then kind of like binge eating and it's just like this vicious cycle but like you said you can literally just decide in the moment I'm going to be confident or I'm going to change how I feel like that's what I did like I literally didn't think I'm gonna like sit for months and like work on like everything that I thought like I did do that kind of afterwards but in that moment I thought I'm just gonna decide to be confident I started looking at all these girls on Instagram that were so confident being with confidence and I thought they've literally set themselves free and I want to do that too and I just like started doing pitch stuff like that and I thought oh my god like the more I looked at my body like with love the more I just like saw love mm-hmm. instead of like hatred and wanted to pick things apart and change things but anybody can do that like you can decide now listening to this episode actually yeah I'm gonna think like that exactly like confidence especially when it comes to your body image and how you look it's a choice and it's a choice you make now in that moment there's enough is enough no more wars let's make peace Mm. body and mind and then from there once you make that choice you know when the student's ready the teacher appears Mm. and all the tools and things you need and you open up your mind to to the possibility that you can love yourself as you are and you can accept your body as you are so then you know you you open up like your receptors to that so you start to Mm. notice that you start to notice the people that being with confidence and aren't what society tells you is worthy of of confidence and stuff like that you know you find books you find podcasts you whatever things come to you then to help you on your on your journey Mm. definitely all from within because i can tell you now as well like anybody in the world has insecurities and like even what someone might think oh i love that perfect body type they could be the most insecure person in the world you know especially on instagram you might see something oh my god they got a stunning body but if they're at war with themselves they can actually feel way more insecure than you would ever feel so it's like try not to idolize people's bodies or anything like that because it's all from within yeah and i think like you know when people are like oh i want to get my body like this person mm. and you know maybe you could train if you really want to to try and attain that body type but actually your body is what it is like mm. your shape is what it is so it, the more the quicker you can just accept that you look how you are and mm. that's absolutely perfect and fine and you are you as you are for a reason and you're beautiful for like in your own unique ways and that you don't need to like have someone else's like your wallpaper of like your body Mm. goals because you're never going to actually look like them anyway because that's not you that's not how you've been built that's so it's like don't punish yourself with that either yeah no completely 
If you wake up every morning and the first thoughts that start to pop into your head are what stresses you've got in your life, what's not good enough, what is wrong with you, how you look, who you are, you need to try our digital affirmation playlist. They are 15 minute affirmation playlists with relaxing, meditative music behind them all themed as we've just been discussing body image in this podcast we have a body positivity affirmation and it's affirmations on a loop for 15 minutes that you can play wherever you are in the car set as your alarm tone anything just play it and these affirmations will start to rewire your subconscious mind your beliefs to be more positive empowering belief systems that's going to really help build your confidence yeah these affirmations are literally life-changing and we also have ones like self-belief and body confidence as we just said so whatever you feel like you need the help and support to change those subconscious beliefs you can just play them and build up your confidence and that confidence is what is going to help you start building the case studies it all starts from stuff like affirmations and building the confidence first so to download yours just head to our website findyourfeetpodcast.com i've left the link in the show notes and you can get your affirmations and start changing your life from today Okay, now, so moving on from body positivity, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can really build your confidence from within. And when I first heard this kind of like theory, I thought that literally makes so much sense. It's this idea that confidence isn't something you're so much born with. It's not something you're given. It's something you build from within and it's something you can build with case studies and proving to yourself you can do it. Because if you don't prove to yourself you can do it, you're you're not really going to believe. Do you know what I mean? Like you can tell yourself, I believe in myself as much as you can. But if you have no evidence to support that, you're probably not going to believe in yourself. So it's Stephen Bartlett that kind of brought this theory to us of building confidence in case studies and I think this is just crucial in anything you do reminding yourself of all those achievements that you've made all the times that you've pushed yourself out of your comfort zone because then when it comes to something and say you're not feeling so confident you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone you're going to think back to all the times you did do it not all all the things you can't do because like with the negativity bias which you talked about in one of our previous episodes it's so easy to focus on the negatives and all the things that we think we can't do so reminding yourself of your case studies all those times you were confident confident and you really just had that five seconds of insane courage and push yourself out of your comfort zone is what is going to help you build confidence yeah to build confidence about in like your abilities and what you can do who you are in like who you are right on the inside and what you're capable of and what your Mm. potential is and what you can actually do like half the time we do not tap into our actual potential Mm. we don't re we don't get anywhere near our like the height of our actual true potential of of what we've been blessed with within our own brains our like talents creativity or gifts or where we've all got different things or different strengths half the time we don't even tap into the full potential of that because we're too scared because we Mm. don't believe that we can that's why building your confidence in case studies is essential because it literally proves to you no I can Mm. do it so that's why you have to you have to you have to have to do things like daily or weekly that push out of your comfort zone because that's where the case studies are built. They're not built in your comfort zone. They're built mm. on the outside of that. So you have to step out and do things that that, pro, that are you gathering evidence about why you are confident, why you should believe in yourself, why you can do that thing that you think you can't because your brain will tell you that you can't do it. That mm. little negativity bias, that little voice in your head that wants to keep you in your comfort zone in what's familiar because that's what it thinks is safe, it will it will stop you from going for your goals. It will stop you from doing what you can actually do. And people underestimate themselves 
all the time so you have to build up evidence against your own mind that you you can do this because so many times like I've even thought I can't do that or whatever and then I think I have actually done that before (laughs) a few years ago so what are you talking about like and you have to remind yourself so like committing to doing things outside of your comfort zone like every day even on a small scale little Mm -hmm. tiny things maybe maybe you like even like on such a tiny scale like maybe you're like don't feel that confident at work you don't you feel like you're socially awkward or or something like that you feel shy so you you feel like you've not got good social skills or something like that a little tiny thing you could do to step out of your comfort zone that that day is is offered to get everyone a cup of tea Mm. that's really random but just say oh does anyone want a cup of tea and like Mm. maybe you're not the person that normally offers maybe you're not the person that normally like opens up for group conversation and connection in that way Mm. and that's such a small thing we can go and do that make the tea bring it back you know your colleagues are happy you built connection there that you've got positive response from it and you go oh, okay right that wasn't so bad was it mm-hmm. and then maybe the next week or the next day you can actually strike up a conversation with your colleagues and get a group conversation going or something like that like it's mm-hmm. very small but it's those things that are going to make you believe that you can do it because fear in what you want to do is always going to be there mm-hmm. at every single level it's always going to be there you you do one level of something like let's say it's in career you you, you get to one level and you, you you needed like you know self-belief to get there and you you put in the work and you did it and you had fear with you the whole time mm. and then you but in your mind you'd look forward to getting to that level and think but when I get to that level I'm gonna be really confident have no fear mm. because um because I, I will have got there like you know so cool so you like put it on like a pedestal and idolize it but actually and like this is like what imposter syndrome is even when you step up to those next levels and those next levels the fear is still there mm. it doesn't go away but it's about pushing through it anyway and it's easier to push through it when you know when you you are reminding yourself of your case studies your evidence of what have you what are these things that you've done so you can combat that fear and that that those that little voice that holds you back so that you will just go and do it anyway mm. because even when like say you like want to improve public speaking do it on a small scale, like you'll be nervous at first. And then once you do, you'll get less nervous doing it at small crowds, but then you go up to the next level doing it at bigger crowds. Oh God, it's a bigger crowd. You're still going to be scared. Yeah. You still have to be, oh, but I've done it so many times with this smaller crowd. There's just a few more people. I've got all this experience. Why can't I do it again? And, and you have to talk yourself round. You've got to build up that. <laughs> so start small, do little tiny things. What is something that you're afraid of that you want to embody more of in your life, whether that is in career or just in your friends, anything. Mm. And, and do little things that, st- that are just pushing you out of your comfort zone just a little bit then you get comfortable with being uncomfortable and you keep doing it and you you expand it to be bigger things that you're being uncomfortable with and then there you go you've got a big filing cabinet of case studies about why you should be a confident bitch (laughs) exactly i love that so much especially with the fear thing it's like in feel the fear and do it anyway yeah jeff's book she literally speaks about how like the fear doesn't suddenly just go like we think like oh we'll build confidence or we'll get this position and then we'll be like in high power and we'll we won't be um insecure or anything like that but the fear never goes the fear is always going to be there but you have to feel the fear and do it anyway and i think as well like if you are not having like those little rushes of fear 
those rushes of nervousness, then you're not growing. Like you're literally yeah. not growing. So like, if anything, you should feel super proud. Like if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, oh God, I have something next week. I'm feeling a bit nervous or like, oh, Grace has just inspired me. Maybe tomorrow at work, I'm going to do this. I'm going to push out my comfort zone. If that makes you a little bit nervous, that feeling in your stomach, then that's good because you're growing. And that's what we need to feel good, to feel good every day and to feel like we're improving. We need to grow. And that's mm. especially things like confidence. And as well, a little tip. Uh, I always think about, you know, that quote where it's like, and I said it before, like, all it takes is like five seconds of insane courage. Mm. And like, that could change your whole life. I always think of that. And even in just like the most random situations, like say, if I'm somewhere and I'm like, should I ask this person this? And I think, oh no, I feel a bit shy. Oh no, I don't, I don't want to ask them. And I just think, just just swallow it. Just five seconds of insane courage. Even if you feel like an idiot, maybe it's a question you may, you might think, is this a stupid question you don't know? Just five seconds, just do it. A lot of people won't, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people will hold themselves back the fear of like maybe looking stupid. Just five seconds of insane courage, just say it. And like those little things are things that could change your life and they build up the confidence. Yeah, like and you, the things that you, in those little moments where you like see an opportunity and you're like, right, I need that five seconds of insane mm. courage right now, but you bottle it and you don't do it it lives with you forever yeah it does yeah. it comes a little it comes that memory of when you didn't do it it comes back in your head all the time you're like oh i missed out real good there like that you know i should have i should have put my hand up and asked the question or Mm. i should have gone over to that person introduced myself Mm. or uh, what have you got to lose really yeah you otherwise what you lose is that you just sit there in regret and wishing that you did push yourself Mm. um so even though it's scary it's it's better to be scared and do it than to sit with like the mm. regret of not and it's even on little tiny things like like we've had things recently where we've been like mm. we probably should have like reached back out to that person after they said mm. whatever and should have done and it's all about confidence and and you think oh yeah no we really should have done that there yeah. and, then, and then that lives with you and mm. you think damn and it just pops up in your head every every now and then you're like oh damn like I've had a couple of those like over the last few months and I just think what to do with the podcast and I just think mm. miss out there mate mm. shot yourself in the foot but, but recognise that and then be like right well next time I'm not that's yeah. going to drum up my five seconds of insane courage mm. even more because mm. um, yeah you, you, you just have to do it feel fear and do it anyway yeah. like you've just got to do it no exactly all you can do is like learn and grow from it like now we're kind of like aware of like little times you might have thought oh I wish I'd just done it just remind yourself the next time. Think, well, I felt like I let myself down a bit then. So then remind yourself, count down from five and think, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to push myself. Because I feel like that we're at that stage now. We're literally like going for it. Yeah. Nothing is standing in our way. You're the only one that drums up results in your life. Yeah. You're in, not just in work and anything. Mm. You know, if you want more friends, you better start making more friends. Mm-hmm. You know, people might try and be your friend. You've got to be open to being their friend. But if you want to make more friends... Start reaching out to people. Start mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. Start making more friends. Start yeah. inviting people to do something. Like, start making connections. Start making friends at work. You know, mm-hmm. ask them for a cup of tea. That's the starting point. Like, yeah. <laughs> little things like that. Um, you're the only one that can bring you the life that you want. You've got to build the life you want. And that mm-hmm. and that takes confidence and courage. And, and it doesn't need to be scary. You just start small doing little things outside your comfort zone regularly and then it just spirals and goes bigger and bigger and bigger and then before you know it you've got all these great things and the fear is still there because you keep keep leveling up mm-hmm. and you just knowing that that's always going to be there and you've got your big big list here of why you should be confident to do 
presenting to go for that job to do this because you've got these big case studies of all these other times you've won but we so often don't remind ourselves of our like achievements and stuff Mm. so you should like go back and write down like everything that you've done that's made you proud or Mm. everything that you've done that's an achievement or something good just write it down so you've got a big list and then when your brain's like telling you that you're not good enough you're like well there's the evidence yeah I think as well, like with that, even I heard a thing the other day saying like, at the end of the day, write down what you did good that day or what mm. you're proud of. So like, if you did something, even if it was something as small as asking your colleagues for a cup of tea, if they wanted a cup of tea, if you did that and that felt a little bit uncomfortable for you, at the end of the day, write down, I'm proud that I did that today. And you remind yourself, like it's literally like proven in psychology, like, like this works to help mm-hmm. build confidence because obviously we are attached to the negatives you may like get in bed at night and think oh i actually didn't achieve that one thing i really wanted to do today but if you did a lot of other things you're proud of then write it down like mm. remind yourself yeah like write like a done list i think mm. like you can feel really like unconfident at work and stuff like that by thinking oh i'm not doing enough not getting enough done and done mm. it's just like a repetitive story in your head mm. whereas then if you at the end of the day write down okay this is what i did today this is my done list then mm. it'll completely shift your perspective on Actually, today was a good day. Mm. I did. I was productive. I did do this. I, I did make progress. Uh, but another way to like build confidence in your like case studies and just like it, because a lot of confidence as well, it's needed to take you into situations where rejection is a potential outcome. Mm-hmm. Like like there's so much in life where rejection is 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 going to be there, and it's always on the things that you really want. Mm. So that's whether that's work opportunities, maybe building new friends definitely in dating like massive mm. rejection is there and it's going to happen and it's about being comfortable with that anything good that you want rejection is part of the equation mm. so it's about getting comfortable with that and we like ways that you can get comfortable with it is like by sort of like warming yourself up to not caring as much what other people think like you're always mm. going to care what people think because that is our brain, primal brain, cares what people think because we want to be accepted, so we're kept in a tribe, so we're kept safe. We need to be mm. part of a community. So you're always going to care what people think, but you can loosen that up so it's not caging you and chaining you down from what you want, where you're fearing rejection and all of that, by doing little things in public that may be a little bit mm. weird or, or whatever. And then you're like, okay, right. So like, this is like stepping outside your comfort zone thing where you're like proving to yourself that you can do stuff. So I don't mean like, you know, run down the street naked or something like that. But, you know, like... want to. Yeah, like, like for me, like I do this, this workout app that I do. You can do some of the workouts outside, like in the park on a bench. Mm. Sometimes I go to the park, the weather's nice, and I do a little workout on the bench. And I'm there and, and I'm, I'm kicking my legs about and I'm on my own. And there's people looking at me and I'm like, I'm not going to (laughs) stop. You keep looking at me because I don't care. Like you have to do, keep doing that. And then the more you do it, the less you, you keep going, keep going back to the park, doing a little workout. You'll just stop even noticing that anyone's looking at you Mm. because you like building up that like thicker skin and that sort of resilience to not caring what people think by mm. doing things that in public like go and hug a tree do something that's like seems kind of weird that you want to do mm. that you'd think oh my god are people gonna think i'm really weird oh my god are people gonna look at me are people gonna judge me and you do it anyway and then you realize oh it's actually fine no one even gives a shit what i'm doing yeah, <laughs> they're looking yeah. they're thinking about what they're doing mm. and then you know that that is very like subtly subconsciously going to help you break down that fear that you might have of rejection um that's going to keep you caged from 
from what you actually want. Yeah, exactly. That is another way you can really, really cage yourself. I think by caring too much what people think, because I always think that like, so for example, yeah, like when you see someone, I love this. I actually <laughs> was on the tube the other day. And you like when people like will have the headphones in and they're like singing. And then you're like, why is that person singing? <laughs> I literally love it. Like literally this guy was on the tube the other day and he was like singing onto his music. Like he was just enjoying the music, got a little dance going on. And I thought most people wouldn't do that because mm. they're thinking, what is everyone going to think of me? Like they're going to think I'm absolute freak. But I'm like, if in that moment that makes you happy, if like, say for example, you want to do your workout in the park because that makes you happy, like not allowing yourself to do that because you're scared of the judgment of people you don't even know. Like really when you think about it, it's actually just bizarre. Yeah. To, to do that is bizarre. Like you're literally putting yourself in a cage and it's like those people that sing on the tube, maybe not really loudly because that could be slightly annoying on your morning commute, but those people that sing to themselves on the tube, do a little dance, don't care in the park, hug trees, they're the happiest of people because yeah. they really don't care. And it's mm. like, when you get on your deathbed and you think back in your life, you're really not going to care what mm. people thought of you, especially people you don't even know. And yeah, like you said, it's like building that thing of not so much caring. Like if you can do your workout in the park and think, he's going about to say, I don't care what their opinion is of me. Then when it comes to like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and thinking, oh, well, people are going to watch me now. I've got eyes on me. I'm like trying to start this, trying to do that you're not going to care so much because you know you've got that self-belief from within and you have your confidence from within and like no matter what happens mm. you're trying your best you're trying your best i remember actually when i when i lived in london and i'd be on the tube and i'd read on the tube and mm. I, I remember i'd sometimes because i'd always just read some cheesy self-development book always oh yeah me too and then i'd be like oh, i don't want people to read the title like you are a badass you know like <laughs> that's such a good book by Jen Sincero but like reading that's bright yellow and it says you are a badass how to stop doubting your greatness and live an awesome life if someone isn't into personal development doesn't know that book absolutely bangs they're gonna think oh what the fuck oh well no they they might not but your head will tell you that so you'll be like you might know you might miss out on 20 minutes of life-changing reading time that's going to make you read one sentence that's going to change your life that day (laughs) and and you're not going to do it because you're scared to get your book out on the tube you know things like that like i used to do that um and be like oh don't want to see me reading i'm a happy sexy millionaire or or, you know because they've always got cheesy clickbaity titles like these books um even though the actual content of the book is is very good yeah. so um you know it's little things like that like just just do it you know and and you'll s- start to get more comfortable with with potential rejection because no one's actually going to go are you nutter put that book away how to how what are you reading that on the tube for you bloody weirdo like no one's ever mm. going to say that to you but your mind is going to make you think that's so the more that you like do that thing you know sing and dance on the tube if that's what you want to do um you're going to to silence that little voice and uh that is essential yeah yeah for sure i think once actually you just reminded me i think once i was reading on tube um the unexpected joy of being single oh right yeah <laughs> no, people can like that. you feel like people could read into your brain and your life and where you're at in your life right now based on this personal development book that yeah. you're reading on the tube yeah i was thinking oh god do they all think i'm like a sad single person and i'm like i promise i'm a happy single person like what are they but really they probably weren't thinking they probably weren't even reading the title yeah or well, they're thinking oh that's a cool book do you know what i could probably do with reading that yeah. <laughs> exactly if you've been feeling really low recently a bit anxious stressed you've got some life problems you're feeling really on your own and life just feels really heavy you are never alone 
Therapy is the incredible tool that's going to help you move through the difficult moments of your life and get you into a better state of mental health. Yes, and one of the main things that really does stand in the way of people going to therapy is the financial investment. That is why we are really proud to be sponsored by BetterHelp who do offer therapy at a more affordable price than your traditional offline therapy. And BetterHelp is available worldwide. So wherever you are listening to this now, you can get the support from BetterHelp. And we have a discount for you guys to get 10% off your first month of online therapy with our podcast sponsor, BetterHelp. Just go to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash find your feet. We've left the link in the show notes. If you click through there, the discount is automatically applied to your account and you will be matched up with a therapist in just two days of making the account. Therapy will cost you around £40 per week with BetterHelp. And when you compare that with offline counselling, you can end up paying up to 100 to 200 pounds per session. So it's much, much, much cheaper. So you don't need to let financial investment stand in the way between you progressing with your mental health and living a healthy, happy life. Yeah, and just know you are so worth the investment. If you are on the fence about it, just know that you are worth it. And if you want to build that self-love from within and work on your inner world, you are worth it and you can do it. So to get the discount, just head to betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet to get 10% off your first month of online therapy with BetterHelp. So another massive thing with building confidence and being a confident person is about who you are surrounding yourself with. Because if you are surrounding yourself with people that do not want to see you shine, (laughs) that don't want to help you win that are insecure in themselves, that are not empowering, it's going to be very, very, very hard for you to be a confident person. Mm. And I've got my finger wagging out here. <laughs> passionate about she this. She means the business. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, and Joe, like, especially in like romantic partnerships, like mm. friendships, yeah, huge. But especially in like romantic partnerships, that's, that's the person that you're with like pretty much every day. Mm. And they're the person that sees every part of you. And they're the person that you look to for love because that is part of a partnership. Obviously, fill yourself up with love, but a relationship has to involve love. Like the way it's set up, if that person isn't like rooting for what's best for you or, and they're projecting like maybe their own sort of insecurities on you and and because even like people can be, you can have like relationships where, you know, the other person feels threatened by their partner's success or, mm. or things like that. So they'll, and you see it like, I've read in like certain fitness books like about like, oh, my partner doesn't want me. It's like kind of sabotaging me trying to get healthy and fit because, Mm. you know, you're making them feel bad because Mm. they're not. So if you're not around people that aren't like full in themselves and like aren't happy to be happy for other people, it's going to be really hard for you to be confident Mm. and to to hold that confidence because you're going to get chipped away at day by day. And then like with friendships, if you're not, if you don't have empowering friendships, you're also going to, you, you absorb the insecurities and the judgments of those that you surround yourself with. So Mm -hmm. if you're sat there out for lunch, you're catching up with your friends and they're talking about how much they hate their thighs and that they, they feel disgusting and that they're so ugly and horrible. You're going to go away thinking, oh, what do I think of my thighs? Mm, yeah maybe I could change mine oh if I think they're absolutely stunning so if they think they're ugly then what am I you know you go away and start thinking thoughts like that whereas if you were not surrounding yourself with people like that those kind of thoughts would not even be entering into your head Mm. yeah no it's completely about that like who you surround yourself with because it goes back to again like 
feeling like we want to almost fit in because say like if you work on your own self-love and you feel really good from within and then like you just said that example of people maybe degrading their body naturally you're like oh have I got something wrong with me because I love my body do you know what I mean like it's, it's very natural instinct to want to fit in if like you're in a crowd of people and everyone hates their body it's very natural to want to hate your body because that's the way we're wired and that's why you have to completely go against it and it doesn't mean so much that these people that are dragging you down it's not that they're like bad people no, like yeah. a lot of the time you know like especially in relationships like it's almost like an unconscious thing like yeah very if unconscious yeah if you're threatening their like say potential or something like that if you're like highlighting to them what they're not good at what they're not doing they may try and sabotage you and they might not even notice no it doesn't mean they're evil it doesn't mean they don't love you either it literally just means that again it's natural instinct you're highlighting to them what they're not working on and they can bring you down and like it's up to you kind of in a way to think well this isn't right if you're not helping me if you're actually just hindering me because you're coming from a place of pain and insecurity within yourself then that's not going to benefit you. Like all we can do is work on ourselves and then work on surrounding ourselves with people that can help us. Mm -hmm. And if someone, yeah, it's not helping you, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person or they're evil or they're trying to like, they may be trying to necessarily bring you down, but they probably don't even notice they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because any time that you project jealousy, your own insecurities and your own pain onto other people, it's because you have things within yourself to work on. And if you don't have that self-awareness to even know that, then it's going to be incredibly unconscious behavior. Mm. And you might not necessarily, because you're like trying to ruin your partner's life or trying to ruin your best mate's life. You just don't even know. And you, it's just pain that does not get transformed gets transmuted mm. so if you haven't like dealt with your own insecurities your own like self-love and or, or not enoughness sorry whatever it is that you've got within you that makes you feel not empowered and is that negative voice that keeps you back if you haven't dealt with that it just gets trans transformed like transmuted onto other people you mm -hmm. project it out so it's essential to within yourself do that so that you can be the empowering friend that you would want for yourself mm. also just be aware of like what you have around you and even if like you know you have got friends that are like that doesn't mean that you have to go and stop being friends with them because they might actually have very good hearts but they just have their own insecurities and they don't even realize but just be mindful and just think okay i'm i, I i'm hearing them saying these things i'm hearing them worry about xyz that normally doesn't even cross my mind as being something i need to concern myself with and be self-conscious about i'm going to choose not to absorb that mm -hmm. and not to engage in that but there's even in like on a, like a another level there's this thing in dating like there's so many terms that pop up in dating now <laughs> yeah. like about like all these different types of things that people do but it's called negging and it's where people like they sometimes do it completely unconsciously like they don't mm. even realize or they do do it consciously but basically like try and like patronize you or undermine you so that you are then more susceptible to their romantic advances so if if somebody's sat there on a date with you and you know they're making you feel a bit small they're, they're giving you a bit of a backhanded compliment mm. they're saying something but then it comes with another and you're like you just complimented me there but you also just threw in something that makes me think what so you're saying i like it's such a it's, a, it's a form of like manipulation. Sometimes people don't even realize that they are doing it to someone. Mm. What is it going to do? It knocks your confidence down, makes you question yourself, makes you get a little bit self-doubt in there. And then what happens? You're slightly more vulnerable and you're slightly more you're susceptible to 
their romantic advances mm. and things like that can can happen it happens in a day it's now got a term uh, so you've got to be careful you've got to be aware and, and you don't want to turn those kind of people either into your actual partner mm. because if they're doing that to you in the dating stage you're going to have zero confidence when they become your partner mm. because they're you're going to have that 24 7 very mm. subtle little things so you've got to really pay attention to who you're around and like really pay attention to who you feel good around mm. when you leave someone what's your energy feel like do you feel a bit drained do you feel a bit insecure do you feel like you question yourself do you feel like you've now got some new self-conscious worries that you've got to now think about mm. because someone else told you that, you know, they go around every day worrying about the size of their ears. So now you think, well, do I need to worry about the size of mine? When before that, it was never something you ever thought about. Mm. You've got to think about who, who do you feel good around? Like when you leave them, who do you feel in, full of confidence? Who do you feel full of self-love after you've been with? Who do you feel better about? Who do you, who do you feel empowered around? Uh, when you leave them what what feelings do you have because that's a massive telltale sign as well of as who's good for you because you you the and not saying everyone's bad but there's a very who your friends are if you choose wisely you're actually putting yourself up to win Mm. because that's one of the very beautiful things is that humans can do for each other is pass on self-belief and help other people back themselves. Help other people believe in themselves. Like you, you'll get that same that same effect from listening to this podcast. Mm. You're choosing to consume something really positive, and and uplifting and empowering. So that will rub off on you, and you'll feel that. And it's the same with your friendships. Like you have that opportunity to make other people feel that good. So you know, choose wisely because you could actually put yourself in a situation where you can be a much better version of yourself. You can win more. You can reach your potential more because you believe in yourself more because your friend's telling you how good you are. Mm. She's lifting you up. She's giving you confidence. Mm. But it can go the other way. Yeah, it totally can. I think that thing about Nick and as well is so interesting. Like, I can't believe that's got like a concept now. I reckon so many people probably heard that and thought, oh my God, that's what that is. And I think the thing with stuff like that is like you said, you, cause it's like backhanded compliments and stuff. You almost feel like you don't know how to question it and stuff like that. But I think as well, like you just said, it's really important to kind of think if you're maybe in a situation like that, maybe even your friend or your partner is doing that, don't concentrate so much on what they've said because especially with backhanded compliments that can get really confusing. Yeah. Concentrate, like you said, on how it makes you feel. Like if there are certain comments, think regardless of what they said, how did that make you feel? Like, did it make you feel small? And I think that is the most important thing. If it made you feel small, if you made you question yourself, then they are not the right person for you because they're literally just reflecting their own insecurities onto you, mm. especially in dating, especially in relationships. And... um yeah completely I love that thing about self-belief how you can pass it on it really is just like completely up to you who you surround yourself with and who you consume like every single day when you wake up in the morning what is the first thing you listen to Mm. is it something positive because if it's something negative like the news something like that you're literally setting yourself up to fail Mm. like listen to people that really really believe in themselves and like soak the energy off of them yeah like no one has the power to like actually make you feel shit it, mm. it's like a choice like mm. they do so you might say so in the initial stages so they might make you feel small you might leave that date or that social meetup or whatever you've been to and you feel a bit small and a bit insecure and whatever and you think why do I feel like that I don't normally feel like that 
that's when the choice is. That's when you decide, actually, nah, like, they're not the kind of people I want to be around, and you walk away. I think, like, sometimes people are like, no man or whatever, no one has the ability to make you feel shit. It's a, it, like, it, mm. it's how you, but they do in that thing, but it's then, the choice is then, do you continue seeing them? Mm. Or do you actually see it there and think, no, like, I actually, I love myself, I back myself. I don't believe their weird backhanded compliment or whatever. I'm that they're negging. I'm not gonna sit there and like dissect it. Mm. And like I know, like having that strong foundation of confidence and like self worth within yourself, like protect that as well. Mm. So to bring our confidence episode to a close with one final point and our quote of the week, but you gotta think, you are the only one that can give you everything that you want in your life. You know, people can help you, people be part of the journey with you, but really it all is down to you and it starts with you and you're the driver and you drive your life, you're the one in in charge. And to get what you want, in career, friendships, relationships, in how you feel about yourself, everything, you need confidence Mm -hmm. to take those steps to do that. So having confidence is essential to give yourself the life that you actually deserve, to actually tap into the your your potential, to actually you know get, do justice to yourself, use the gifts you've been given. Confidence is necessary. You need to have confidence to be able to do that. So it's a choice, and you've got to make that choice now to commit to being confident. We've told you like how this is how you build it. This is how you you know protect it what confidence truly is you're the one that has to decide now right okay i'm i'm going to be a confident person mm-hmm. and and i'm going to do what it takes to get me the life that i want to give you like you, you look at you, you owe it to yourself hell yeah literally kind of said it any better myself i really just believe that in the bottom of my soul if you don't believe in yourself then you're not going to push yourself and do anything anyway so at the start of everything is the belief and the confidence and like we just said you can literally switch it on today no one is gonna give it you wrapped up in a bow you have it within yourself mm-hmm. so we're just going to close up with the quote of the week and it is you know who's going to give you everything yourself so have confidence in who you are and backing yourself is essential yes power I'm presuming all you guys probably feel well fired up now. Mm-hmm. I would feel so fired up after listening to this. Yeah. And like we said, it's a choice. It starts now. Mm-hmm. You can choose now to start being confident. It's not benchmark. It's not that you have to do something else first. It's about building those case studies. It's about viewing your viewing your body how it, how it deserves to be viewed. Looking at what you're good at. Looking at what all the great things about you. Starting to remind yourself of that. Redefining confidence. Or following your truth. And those five seconds of insane courage. Keep that in mind this following week. Just think of those five seconds of insane courage and build those case studies. So you never know where that five seconds of insane courage could actually take you, you know? Yeah. You never know. You never know. (laughs) But thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If it helps you, share it on your Instagram story, share it in your group chat, send it to your mate. That's how the podcast grows. The best is by word of mouth and you guys spreading the word about finding your feet, getting it out to more people so they can build their confidence, find their feet and feel amazing. So if you want to join our community as well, do come and follow us on Instagram at Finding Your Feet Podcast. We're sitting in our new studio 
The logo is on the wall. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right now. But if you aren't watching on YouTube, come and follow us on Instagram so that you can have a look at what our new studio looks like because it looks cool. It We're very proud amazing. of it. So come and follow us on Instagram at Find Your Feet Podcast to join our community, to connect with us further. Send us a DM. Let us know what you thought about the show. We absolutely love connecting with you guys and talking to you on there. Yeah, definitely come and follow us. And like you said, if you do have any of those friends that you think need to work on their body image or the energy that they're showing up with, this episode could really, really help them. They may have never heard of these concepts before. So definitely go and send it to your friends. And lastly, if you do need a little boost of inspiration every Monday morning, we do send out a weekly email to all of our finders on a Monday morning, whatever has been resonating with us that week. And it usually gives you that boost of inspiration that you need for the week. So if you do want to sign up for the Monday morning mailing list, you can head to the link in the show notes to sign up. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Thank you.